Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. We can just assume that because Kristen is in studio this morning and Katie, who watched her child for 24 straight hours, is in studio today also, that at the bare minimum, Jimmy made it out alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. That's literally where the bar was set, is just coming in here this morning and making sure the kid was alive. He is indeed alive. Still breathing, baby. Okay. She did good. You want to go ahead and uh, um, reset this? So um, my husband and I went on a one-night getaway. So we have not gone anywhere, just the two of us, sans kid, since the kid was born. And he'll be three this March. Um, and prior to that, we had COVID. So literally, he and I, we haven't gone anywhere, just the two of us, since September of 2020, okay? So... Um, I, for our Christmas, booked us a one-night stay at Old Edwards Inn in Highlands, North Carolina. So it's only like two hours away, and I told him, he, he had no say. Like, I booked this, and then I texted Katie, and I'm like, you comfortable to watch Jimmy 24? Can, 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 can you handle it for 24 hours? And she's like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> months ago, I agree. <laughs> super, super confident four months ago. Four months ago. And so I told my husband, by the way, thank you for my Christmas gift. You're taking me to Highlands, North Carolina, and Katie's going to watch Jimmy. We're going to have our first night away together. So, so can I pause you there for just one second? Mm-hmm. Because Bart is very capable uh, to a point where, I mean, he's a stay-at-home dad, so he has to be a little on the controlling side, right? Exactly. So that, That's his domain. Right. Uh, And he grew up on a farm, so he's used to, like, getting the chores done and having control of things. So when you told him that, hey, just want to let you know, we are going away for 24 hours without getting his consent, quote unquote, before, what was his reaction to it? It was a very Bart reaction. (laughs) um, And that is no reaction. (laughs) Um, And he was just like. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I kid you not, the closer we got to it, because weather was being like, you know, very iffy. um, He was first, he's first, (gasps) he brings us up in the kitchen. Jimmy's sitting there watching Dino Ranch. And he's like, you know, two hours is kind of a long way to drive for just 24 hours. Like, why don't we try to find something local? Like, you know, do a staycation, blah, blah, blah. So he pulls up to the line, looks at the defense, and now he's calling an audible. Yes. <laughs> two, day, two days out from going, right? Sorry, Mel, football analogy. Yeah, <laughs> can, we, can we stay away from those? And I just looked at him, and I'm like, no. I'm like, two hours isn't that far. Pop in a podcast. We'll get there. And he just felt like we were literally driving two hours to go have dinner somewhere. Like, it was just, it wasn't, um, it it wasn't worth our time. And I'm like, oh, but it's worth our time. Uh Um, And then the morning of, because of the weather... He was starting to say, all right, so this is what the weather's saying, Um, blah, 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 blah. You know, what do you think? And I looked at him and I go, my gut says we should go. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad I listened to my gut because there wasn't a stitch of snow when we left from the mountains. And I'm like, see, I told you my gut was right. He he goes, you got lucky. And I'm like, whatever. So um, he, he, he was trying to, it felt like he was trying to back out of it. But throwing like logical, he's a very logical guy. And he had logical reasons for it, mm-hmm. but I don't work in logic. So that wasn't going to work on me. <laughs> Save that where she says, I don't work in logic. No. Okay. And so um, he was somewhat hesitant, but he embraced it. Katie was fantastic with the updates, the text updates. I mean, I had a show proof of life. She- <laughs> <laughs> Were they current pictures, or did she have some saved? No, he was in the sa- he was in the same clothes that we left him in, so okay. it was good. Um, she sent this adorable video. Uh, we got back. I mean, she's letting us know like about his bowel movements and letting us know about his eating <laughs> oh, habits. Wow, and, oh yeah, Bar- no Bart. That's Bart's two <laughs> things. I need to know how much my son ate. I need to know how much my son crapped, and okay. he's good to go. Got it. Um, so Katie was was doing all of that, and then um, 
Yeah, we showed up at the house actually a little later than anticipated. So Jimmy was already down for his nap. Okay. Oh, and I asked Katie because you were worried about a tantrum or something like that, a meltdown, because he is a toddler. Those happen. And how was he? No tantrums at all. And this is the main thing that I was really worried about, especially after the first two hours when they left and Jimmy realized that they were gone. And he's mm-hmm. like, where's mama? And I was like, she'll be back soon. Let's let's go play with some Play-Doh. And... <laughs> There was a moment where I was really terrified, and it's when the dogs just started barking because something was going on outside. And Jimmy's like, oh, Mama's back. So he tries to go to the door and open the door. I'm like, Jimmy, no, Mama's not back. She'll be back in a few, though. And I I kept trying to distract him. Mm -hmm. So after that last time, I was able to distract him, and it was smooth sailing from then on. Oh, really? Okay. smooth sailing. All right, so that's good. You got to be take some comfort in that, that Uh, after like four hours, he totally forgot about you? Yes, totally. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, because you have to think about it. We, We... left he, he we left they were in the playroom and we like we don't say goodbye we don't do any of that which is kind of painful but at the same time i know if i did he he would cry mm-hmm. so we literally just skirt skirt and he's got no idea and then we come back and all of a sudden the next day he wakes up from his nap and mom was there yeah like, i'm assuming that toddlers are like dogs they don't really have any concept of time so he doesn't know no. if you're gone for three hours or 24 hours right exactly i could have been gone for 24 days <laughs> run that one by bar we're leaving <laughs> for december <laughs> but she did awesome thank you so much i mean thank jimmy you. loves him some katie um i may have done a mental note of any bruises or scratches mo like, yes. a, like a rental car like you suggested <laughs> well, do you know i took a 360 picture before you showed up <laughs> And he came back not only alive, but in prime condition. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. right, before, no. before we wrap this conversation, was there any point where something went wrong where you were considering texting Bart and Kristen and asking for any kind of advice, or was it smooth sailing the whole time? Um, no, it was smooth okay. sailing. That'd go. Yeah, never it admit it. There you yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> okay. You better never admit it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> There's like 90 seconds where he was blue. <laughs> I was thinking about calling him, but he made it. No Good. point in bringing it up. Good. Good. The Burt Show. All right, our intern Messiah joining us this morning because he's not sure if his friend is kind of trying to mess with him or their heart is in the good place or not. Um, what school are you going to? Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State. Yes, sir. Represent. What's going on with your friend? All right. So I have a friend, or I should say I had a friend, (laughs) (laughs) that he's an upcoming ATL photographer, and he kept on swiping up on my story saying, you have this look, you have this look, you have great skin. It won't take much for me to edit, so why not? (laughs) Kept passing it on, kept passing it on. Finally, I was like, I have the time, so let's, you know, let's work. Um, I saw the unedited photos prior to him sending me the edited photos, and something seemed so off. My skin tone was like six shades darker. It really looked like I went to the Bahamas for like the weekend. Like, um. All right, so just for some um, for some context here, uh, you do some modeling. I do do modeling. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he was swiping up, looking at your pictures, thinking, okay, maybe I can help out on a shoot or something? Yes, so... It was going to be a benefit for both of us. In a sense, he was trying to build up his portfolio as a photographer, and I was trying to build up my portfolio. So I was like, I wouldn't have to pay for it. It seems like a double win-win, but it wasn't a double win-win <laughs> when I saw the photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mo, how do those double win-wins work when somebody is willing to do something for free for you, like, uh, like shoot oh, a music yeah. video? Last time I tried that, I wasted 20 hours of my life <laughs> making a music video that I will never use or never see the light of day. What, no. what was the actual photo shoot like? Um, so it was actually a student setting. So I don't know if you guys seen, but a lot of people are doing this concept where it's like graduation pictures in a sense. It's like 25 year olds doing graduation pictures. Okay. Um, and I saw everyone else. And the crazy thing about it is not even to be mean, but everyone around me is darker than me in a sense. So when I saw the photos, I was darker than them and I knew something was wrong. I wasn't going to mm-hmm. say anything, but I had to. So I'm keeping him on the back burner because we did two shoots, <laughs> like two licks in one. I only saw the pictures for one. I haven't seen the pictures for the second one. So until I get the second ones, we could kick him to the curb. So I'm curious, like, so, you know, as, as a pale white woman, I wouldn't mind somebody making me like a little tanner or whatever. But as a person of color, like when somebody alters your skin tone, yeah. like how does that feel? 
Um, so actually, this was the first time that it ever happened to me. So that's why I didn't. I was very cautious of saying anything because I didn't want the script to flip that I was being a colorist or I I didn't enjoy the 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 you know the color of the the mm. my skin. But that wasn't my skin. It was a misrepresentation of me and mm-hmm. him himself. So uh, yeah. I I think for this conversation, this is an appropriate question. Uh, is the photographer white or black? He's black. He's black. Yeah, which is. It's iron. That's the irony in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you sure you didn't accidentally click on the extra, extra brown skin back? It's time to have this by mistake. Maybe you wanted us to be exclusive. Is that something like when you go to J.C. Payne to get your pictures, you can choose, do you want to be fair? Do you want to be tan? Do you want to be super tan? So did you circle back with him and say, hey, I, I'm noticing something here. There's something we got to talk yes, about? Yes, I did circle back. And then he brought up the exposure even more so now it's like I look like I'm pale so it was like a, a <laughs> like pulling teeth in a sense but we got the photos we got the content I'm waiting on the other look so we shall okay. see have you ever had this happen to you no one way or the other now. no <laughs> I, I, I've done one photo shoot in my life um and I, I did not enjoy it there's how many t- poses you have to do yes. how long you have to be there the, the change of clothes like it, it was not for me that's the one yeah. one and done for me what kind of modeling have you done before and because this has never happened before yeah so I, well i'm really like a freelance model and any if anything it's more of my hobby so i think it was pissing me off that he was turning my hobby into something that was like a, uh do i want to do this anymore mm. should i just stick to journalism okay yeah. god it must be so nice to be so good looking where you're like oh i just modeled for a hobby <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good looking <laughs> that my hobby is going to be my looks. You don't want to waste your looks. That is amazing. <laughs> well, it is because like, if somebody, that's their their profession or their wannabe profession, a photographer, yes. um, you you don't want to offend them by saying, no. yo, um, your work sucks. That's not what I look like. Yeah. Oh, but it, here's one of those cases, though, Kristen, where you've done nothing wrong. They have made you look a certain way that you're not comfortable with. So why should you be worried about that? them being uncomfortable when they're the professional. You get it. Welcome to being a woman. <laughs> Am I right? It's literally how it is. Because you, it, it's, you, you end up taking on the responsibility of managing everybody else's feelings, which is, I mean, it's self-imposed. Don't get me wrong. Um, I do think it's, you know, history and societal it's self-imposed but you just and if this is a friend of yours and you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings you just end up biting your tongue but i'm glad you said Mm -hmm. something yes yes i think this taught me that a lot of people tend to overly compliment you and sometimes the things that they overly compliment you are the things that they're most envious about Mm. so All right. All right, sorry, all right, so y'all still friends? Um, until I get these photos back <laughs> for the next year. <laughs> the friendship is on the line. Yes. All right. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. This is how you one-up your ex. A week after Joe Coy had a less-than-stellar performance at the Golden Globes, firing off his jokes, going internet fame, going viral for all the wrong reasons, his ex is making headlines for her amazing performance as the host of the Critics' Choice Awards. She did so good. Of course, I'm... Of course, I'm talking about Chelsea Handler. I had no idea they dated until all of her clips started going viral. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the comments was like, I love this for her. Her ex just bombed a week before, and now she's absolutely (laughs) crushing it. Go ahead. You look like you're about to say something. No, I I was, but I wanted you to finish. (laughs) I'm about to to pitch to a clip, so do you want to say something now, or you want me to pitch to a clip? What a seamless show this is. I know, right? (laughs) Been working with each other. Feels like a decade. Look at the chemistry. <laughs> we, had, we had a long weekend. Let us, let us get back into it. Um, oh, you're I, supposed, so you're blaming this on MLK? 100%. Um, yeah, let's talk so. about that. <laughs> he had a dream that this show would be better. I get it. We all have that dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, so um, I, I, from, I remember them dating, and they always had a lovely relationship. And from what I know, the relationship ended nicely, too. So for people to be, like, pitting them against against each other. I mean, granted, I do feel like, but that's a comedian for you, and they're both comedians. So, of course, she's going to get a dig in, and I think it was not because they had a bad relationship or a bad mm-hmm. breakup. I think that's just the com- you know comedian in her. Sure. So, it, it was a little odd. I was like, this was actually, from what I remember, a really nice relationship, and it ended <laughs> amicably. So, no, man, <laughs> now that- here we are for like ever later, and now all of a sudden, it's, they're pitting them against each other. Yeah, people have to 
they believe that there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. I like guess. you can't break up with somebody without somebody winning and somebody losing is what people think. Well, Chelsea Handler was the one to end the relationship. So I, from a drama standpoint, it's so disappointing because I would love for him to have like done her wrong some way because the way she absolutely crushed this monologue would really just make that more satisfying for me. She also goes on to do a joke about Harrison Ford and Robert De Niro about how old they are, but she's like really into old guys so that she would toss Martin Scorsese around like a little Italian meatball. And then she, this is what everyone's talking about in terms of the quote-unquote dig at Joe Coy, she said, thank you for laughing at that. My writers wrote it, which is uh, Joe Coy's uh, cop-out for nobody laughing at his jokes uh, at the Golden Globes. Okay. a bit yep. of a bummer for him. I was going to ask if she took a direct shot at him because as the, in the spirit of being a comedian, I feel like you have to. So yes. it's good to know she did. You can hear I didn't watch it at all last night. I totally forgot I was watching football. Well, the Emmys were last night. Critics' Choice Awards were like two or three nights ago. I'm just like all, all these awards happening right that now. I didn't catch any of them. But you could just tell in this clip right here the difference between... Between her hosting and him hosting is night and day. 100%. But also, I mean, Chelsea Handler hosted her own TV show for a very long time. And I think people underestimate how hard it is to get up in front of all of your peers and start taking digs at people. So, honestly, I really, I don't want to say I have empathy. I don't want to say I have empathy for Joe Coy, but I do feel bad for him, especially if there are writers behind the scenes that are like, this joke is going to hit, and then it doesn't hit, and then you've got to take all the fire. Well, the joke is only as good as the person who's delivering it. So, I mean, granted, you can have, like, you can have some bad jokes, right? You can have, like, one or two. But an entire model? Yeah. (laughs) The more celebrities that are showing up at an award show should mean that Ricky Gervais is the host no matter what. He (laughs) does not give AF who's in that audience. Exactly. I will say there was one disappointing joke from last night, which I do, I will blame on a writer. So Bella Ramsey was introducing an award and she made this joke about how uh, there, you know, there's all these actors who think that they're singers and it's like Ryan Gosling and she mentions Barbie and um, somebody else. And then she throws in Ariana DeBose in there who is a legit singer and everyone thought, oh God, there's going to be beef between them now, but they were actually caught hugging. So she must have had a little bit of empathy for the fact that the writers messed that up for her. All right, two shows dominated last night's Emmy Awards. I'll tell you who swept the floor on your next Eva's on the Burt Show. The Burt Show. If Mo almost missing his flight to Costa Rica last week is because of his girlfriend again, then I think she can use the time blindness excuse. We can bring that back. I do remember the time blindness excuse. It still makes zero sense to me. So for those of you that weren't listening, this was months ago. Some girl goes on TikTok and said that her bosses shouldn't come down on her and she shouldn't be reprimanded because she's late all the time because she suffers from time blindness which is total BS. <laughs> Clearly she's never heard of an alarm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now there are some, mm-hmm. there are some that have special needs that do have trouble with um, the accuracy of time for sure. But for the most part, most people don't have it. You're just damn late. Yep. And that's normally my lady. That is true. But um, not this time. Okay. It actually wasn't on her okay. because I didn't meet her until Costa Rica. And just me and my guy were actually flying out of Atlanta. And so it was on us that we completely almost missed the flight. But, but wait a minute. Like, you you left early Friday, and we even had you leave extra early Friday. Because <laughs> you wanted to leave before the last segment. And we're like, no, you can go ahead and bounce before Ebuzz. That's fine. So, I mean, you should have you have, you have plenty of time to get to the airport. Plenty. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Extra time. And what happened was, uh, what had happened was, I I got to the airport early. Like you said, I had plenty of time. Now, I'm not blaming him, but I have a friend that uh, also has a bit of a time blindness issue. Is this the dude that was on the fur bus with us? Yes. Uh, Okay. This man is late (laughs) to everything. Absolutely everything. So it's gotten to the point with us where I don't wait for him. In fact... Y'all remember the last time I went on vacation, he was having back problems and all of that was going on. I almost missed my flight that time. So I told him, that's, you get one of those. From now on, if if you missed a flight, if you late, I'm leaving you. I will see you when Mm -hmm. I get back. I think that's totally fair. I do too. You don't care what kind of ailment he has. No, no, not at this point. No, 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 no. not anymore. He's already missed two flights. I'm done. (laughs) I'm, I'm done with him. So this time we get there. I get there first. I have time to sit down and eat. And then I make my way over to the gate. 
I was just talking, excuse me, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I think travelers fall into one of two categories. It's the one category is you wait to the last minute to get to the airport, right? You assume everything is going to be okay. And then there are people like me that want to show up two and a half, three hours early because I'll sit at a Starbucks, go to Fridays. There is some comfort in getting there early, knowing that that destination is not going. I am making that flight no matter what. Which are you? Oh, I'm I'm the latter because of my anxiety. Yeah. There's no way. Like I, and I'm one of those people too. Once I get to the airport, I am. You go. You walk to your gate to make sure that that's you know mm-hmm. that that's your gate, and then you go sit somewhere, and then I am constantly checking my phone to see what time it is, and it's just I'm I'm riddled with anxiety <laughs> until I sit down in my seat on the plane. For- well, growing up, I was in the kind of family where you had to get to the airport three hours early, which made no sense. We had one of the smallest airports oh, in the- yeah, Jacksonville. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you skip through security and you're at your gate. But now that I'm here in Atlanta and I, you know, can fly on my own terms, I do like to push the envelope. Oh, no, that anxiety I have until I get through security, man. Those vacation days to me are like gold bars. So sacrificing two hours out of my life just to get through security and just chill out, man. That changes your trip right off the bat anyway. That's the person I've become. I used to, like, used to get there last minute all the time. I don't like to do any of that anymore. So I'm there early. I'm at the gate. I'm chilling, listening to music, waiting for my friend. Now, I, re- I don't know if y'all remember, but y'all were making fun of me before I left because typically my, my flights are booked for me, and I never really know where I'm going. Like, I know I'm going to Costa Rica. I don't know where. I don't know where I'm staying. I don't know anything. <laughs> it has never been a problem. Like, when y'all brought it up and were laughing at me, I was thinking... It has never impacted me in any way, right? So no need for me to change. So you didn't think about this, like, okay, hey, if you're not there, I'm leaving without you. You get on that flight, you get to Costa Rica, you still don't know where you're going because you don't know what city you're in. Yeah, that's a fib. If I ever land and my my girl's not there, I'm I'm in trouble. I never thought about that. You're real cocky till that plane lands (laughs) in the other country. And then where am I supposed to be? So as I'm sitting at the gate before I even get to that part, um, I remember our gate was E14 or whatever it was. So I get to the gate, I'm sitting down, and I'm not thinking anything of it. And I look at the screen, of course, to see where I'm going. Problem is, I don't know where I'm going. So I knew it didn't say Costa Rica, but it said somewhere else. And I assumed that that somewhere else was where I was going in Costa Rica. So my friend meets me. He don't even look at the gate. He just trusts that I'm sitting at the right gate because he finally got there. They're boarding and everything, right? Like at this point, we get online to board. And finally, he looks up at the gate and goes, I don't think that's Costa Rica, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, where is it? Because that's where we're going. <laughs> so he's like, this can't be right. That's, that's not Costa Rica. So he looks the place up, and it was like a place I had never heard of in Mexico, which is where we were literally about to try <laughs> to board. So in that moment, I, I see him pull his phone out, and he goes, they switched the gate. <gasps> oh, no. I had no idea. I'm sitting there the entire time thinking that this is where I was going. So as he says that, we now have to run because we don't know if they're, because we thought that our flight was just boarding late. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't our flight. So our flight was boarding on time and had been boarding all this time that we're sitting at the gate, like uh, just talking, thinking everything is all good. I would hate traveling with you. Good Lord. <laughs> so stressed out, right? We had to take off. So there we are. The whole, I get there early, a time for breakfast, and I am still now having to run through the airport <laughs> to try to catch the flight. And literally, as we're getting there, we turn the corner to get to the actual gate where we're supposed to be. And the lady is like, we're closing the door. Oh, hurry no. up. Hurry oh, no. up. And we ended up making it like like just just made it to get on this flight to go celebrate this weekend it almost started off really bad and once those doors are shut they're shut um so i'm going to give you an app to use and they post changes even before the airline does i don't know if they get the info first but they will tell you if there are gate changes if your flight is late before the airline does it's called flight aware I need that. Does that app also tell you where you're going? <laughs> yes. Where you're yes, staying. It does. Where, yeah. where you're going with. Where my friend is. So I know when he's going to get to the airport and he's going to make the flight. It won't locate your friend, but okay. it's a great app. Okay, I appreciate it. Uh, flight you. aware. Okay. The Burt Show.
right, let's get Catherine back on here because she was doing what guys have been told since the beginning of time. All you got to do is hook a woman up with diamonds and she's going to be happy. Jewelry, diamonds, that's all it takes. You could even do that last minute, right? So her husband goes out and gets her some diamond earrings and she's more practical than that and wanted to have a conversation with him over the weekend saying, hey, nice gift. I just don't want it. Hey, Catherine. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. um, I don't, yeah, I don't wear jewelry that much. So I just called you guys last week asking if I just sound like a jerk off, you know. Um, But I did try Kristen's advice to wear the earrings and see how I feel. She did suggest wear them for a week. Um, I didn't make it a full week. I just made it for the weekend. Okay. Um, but it's fine. You know, after wearing them for the last few days, I know for sure that diamond earrings are just not for me. So last night, you know, I talked to my husband about the idea of returning or selling the diamonds and you know, using that money for something I really enjoy. Uh, he was angry um, and upset, but he said he was just insulted that I even suggested it. He thought he was doing something meaningful, romantic, which is what I've been asking for more of. So I I then quickly apologized and I said, I, I do think they're beautiful and that I will keep them and, and cherish them. So however, now I'm thinking I may go back to the jewelry store and see if they would let me return them or buy them back for me. Then I could buy a pair of, I don't know, cubic Zirconia or, or crystal earrings. That way I still have earrings that he thinks are the ones he bought, but I also get the money for the value of the diamonds. I know it's not the honest thing to do, but he he never know. Um, All right, so let's fo- I just hate the idea so much. Yeah. Let's focus on the one thing you just said right there, okay? I know it's not the honest thing to do. That's all. There's your decision right there. Yeah, but you said there's no room for 100% honesty in relationships. Well, this one's a. Ama- this was more than you yeah. being 99% honest. <laughs> I mean, honest. Yeah, I mean, and chances are pretty good he would never know. He wouldn't know the difference one from the other. Um, but, right. but you'll know. I'm a little irritated at the husband, and hear me out. I know diamond earrings were the gift, right? And that is beautiful. But she's been asking for something romantic. And how long have y'all been together? Uh, we've been together for about, like, what, four four years? That we're, we're a COVID couple, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's four years is still early. But so then your partner comes to you and says, hey, thank you so much. Like, this was romantic. It's just not me. And then you get angry because you failed. Like, I know you tried really hard. And I understand and that, like, it's the thought that counts. But you can't get angry when right. someone comes to you and says, hey, God, thank you, but it's just not me. Can we do this instead? And you can be hurt and upset and sit in it for sure. So I don't totally disagree with her tactic of going back to the store because that way she's actually still making him feel good that he gave her a gift, even right. though I'm irritated at him for his reaction. He, she's making him feel good, and she's getting what she wants as well. And the money's not wasted. Otherwise, those earrings, like that gift he got her, are just going to sit in a box. But it's not her money. It's his money. No, it's hers now. He gave her the gift. She can do what she wants with them. <laughs> don't mind all that. Abby. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really feel for your husband here because, to me, being a good gift giver is the equivalent of being a really good listener. So if I'm in his position and I've got a partner who comes to me and is like, hey, you really dropped the ball on this gift here, what you're communicating to me is that I'm a bad listener, which is going to hurt a lot more than just saying, oh, I don't like this gift. I want more money, which is why I think he got so angry. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I think his emotions have communicated mm-hmm. that this gift really meant a lot for him to give it to you. So I know and I'm the same way. I'm very practical. I don't like to waste money when it comes to gifts. Like, get me something that I'm actually going to use. But I think because he's shown that it means a lot to him that you wear these, mm-hmm. I think you got to keep them. Yeah, I'm going to stick up for old boy here also. Um, because you said to him that you wanted more romantic gifts, right? Meaningful. I, I, yeah. Meaningful I gifts. That, yeah. All right. So his interpretation mm-hmm. of that, yeah. because we have been groomed and told that diamonds and jewelry are more meaningful. Diamonds are forever. So he he listened to you, <laughs> and when he delivered those, it was very disappointing to him because he thought he was doing the right thing. He thought he was giving you what you want. So he feels like he can't win. Feels like he can't win at this point. Isn't there something to knowing uh, your lady I just though? Hate the idea. Oh. 
Yeah, but I she said to him. I have so much money being wrapped up in earrings, and I, I, I will rarely, telling you, I will rarely wear them or even enjoy wearing them. Like, I, okay. I'm just being straight up here. Okay, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a point and there's a line. Like, I have received a gift that I wasn't crazy about, but he was so proud of it. So I cherished it and I love it mm-hmm. because I know the effort that he, maybe it's not what exactly what I wanted. And we have communicated that like down the line, but that particular gift I still have and I still cherish because he, he, he went to great lengths to get it for me and put a lot of thought into it. Don't let that dishonesty, because you even said it. I know it's not the honest thing to do. Don't even let that enter your relationship. I wouldn't do it. Uh, even though I wouldn't be upset if I were him that you don't like the gift, I would have understood. Uh, I, I wouldn't go behind his back and do something this dishonest because if it's not worth the risk. Yeah, wear the gift. He's proud of it. All right. You know, it's going to be an heirloom one day. So, all right. <laughs> okay. There's a way to justify it. All right. Have a great day. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else, or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A B by at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount, code Abby. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else, or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount. Code Abby. The Burt Show. Let me ask you this question. If the weather gets worse or is bad and you order an Uber, a Lyft, food delivered, if that (coughs) delivery is done in bad weather, should you respect that by tipping more than you normally would? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. The Uber Eats app even shows rain and so like on the tipping page and is like, it's raining, consider tipping more. Okay, so you guys might feel differently about this then. So there is a video that is going viral this morning of uh, a Domino's driver that was way too aggressive about this, but was pissed. I'm not even exactly sure where in the country he was delivering, but it was in the middle of a snowstorm. And the guy gave him a 20% tip, and the Domino's driver was pissed. Really pissed. Like, nasty. Like, threatening this dude. Hey, thanks for coming. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> for a few dollar tip. You know what? I should have had you guys come to the store. Yeah, good thing I got this on film. Good job losing your job. Domino's driver pissed sure, about a uh, 20% tip. In this weather... I wasn't planning on calling the store until I saw the death threat and just having someone that manic out there I thought needed to be addressed. The tip was five dollars and thirty something cents. There was a three ninety nine delivery charge. The food itself was almost thirty dollars. So the biggest premise that people are having a hard time with when he says two dollars at the beginning, that's him exaggerating.
So he tipped 20% on the delivery. Delivery driver, let's throw out that the delivery driver's kind of loony and threatens him and cusses at him. Um, saying he's like, in this weather, I should get more than 20%. Absolutely. You agree? Yeah, because you're, I mean, you, you obviously have to be safe about it and you, you need to, Domino's needs to protect their employees, but I, I don't know how many people do that. But if if you don't want to go out in the weather because you think it's too dangerous and you want somebody to bring food to you, then you should compensate them handsomely for that. I was thinking the same thing. You're paying for the convenience of the fact that you don't want to go and they have to go in the rain. And I always feel bad when they show up at my door and they got the rain jacket on. <laughs> yeah. You can tell it's going crazy out there. Like, it, to, yes, you absolutely should tip a little more on days like that. I think so, too. But I mean, 20 percent is typically the norm. I think most people consider 20 percent to be uh, an adequate tip. I mean, some people only think that 50 percent is the bare minimum. So going to 20 might be a little bit more than they're typically used to. A dude called Domino's and um, they answered and said that he's already had a few write-ups and they're firing the guy. You know what they should do is Domino's and similar places should do an inclement weather fee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? And so, and that should 100% go mm. to the driver because I know there's a the delivery fee, but that probably goes to like the pizza place and not the driver. But Then if who sets that? Because inclement weather is different in Indiana than it is in Georgia. It should be up to the store manager, yeah. I think. And they should set that. And then that way you don't have to worry about tipping too much and the driver still gets compensated for going out in mm-hmm. the weather. Because I think it's the business's job, like Kristen said, to protect their employees. Uh, talking about interesting fees, we went and had breakfast the other day and the restaurant's location is right across the street from where there was a nasty apartment fire. So like the road is closed down and you can see like it would it would this was a, a a massive apartment fire so because of the restaurant's location and proximity to the damage and that road being closed mm-hmm. they have added an additional service charge to all of their bills because it has affected um patronage and the oh. server had to let us know like hey you're gonna see a service charge on your bill and that's be just because um our customers um our our store has been affected by mm-hmm. what happened across the street. I want you to know that that's not the tip. That's just, and I don't get that. That's just a service charge that goes to the restaurant. Mo, have you ever had to tell somebody that's not the tip? <laughs> <laughs> I what is wrong? I, I can't say what? that I have. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's seven in the morning. Where's your, where's your mind at? <laughs> if it's not the tip, what is it? <laughs> Some of us, it's all we got. Okay. <laughs> um, I was confused by this whole thing to begin with because I, I, I don't know. I mean, I like people and stuff, but I do get freaked out by people at my house. Yeah. So I already have mine set to like just drop it at the door so we don't have to communicate at all. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Ever since COVID, I've done that. Oh, well, well, see, we don't do that because our driveway is a cluster and my husband is a wackadoo and he doesn't want people driving in his grass. And then our dogs go berserk. So if Jimmy's napping, we go meet, we go meet them at the street. So we have to have interaction with every oh, single person. Oh, they should give you some of their tip then. You, that's a long walk. I know. It's a long driveway, isn't it? The Burt Show. So we get an email from a Burt Show listener who is suspicious now. Her husband might be messing around because he's got some suspicious charges on his credit card. So let us read. Uh, My husband recently told me that he was temporarily given a new position at work and that if he can prove himself in this job, it would become permanent and come with a pay raise. It also seems that this new position comes with a lot of traveling. So, for the last two months, he's been traveling almost every other weekend and often midweek, too. Well, we have a credit card. I never use it. It's a personal card, but he's always used it only for business expenses so that he can easily keep track of what he needs reimbursed. I got curious and figured out the login to the account, uh, the online account. Don't you love it when it automatically saves your username uh, and password? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when I looked, I saw lots of charges for local stores and restaurants for dates when he was supposedly out of town. Also seems that these charges are not things he would get reimbursed. I not only see restaurant charges, but also grocery store charges. Target, etc. I also see no charges from anywhere out of town. It's as if he hasn't been out of town at all. 
So where is my husband going when he says he's traveling for work? Who is he with? Can you do a War of the Roses to see if he's seeing someone else? Ooh. Oh, yeah, there's a lot to chew on here. Yeah, This is so suspicious. I mean, the fact that he's, like, who's going to a grocery store when you're out of town? Like, anytime I'm, like, somewhere else for, for like, whether it's work or just for fun, I'm not going grocery shopping. I'm going to, like, a fun restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it says that there are groceries charges, but they are he didn't go out of town. So does that mean that he is like staying in with someone and getting food for them to hang out? That was where my mind got. That's mm. what I was thinking. What's worse? If he is having an affair or if he just wants time away from her. <laughs> oh, so oh wow. And, he's and, just, and he doesn't have the guts to go, look, funny. I just need a little space right? here. Wow, like, which would be worse. Like he just, he want like, so he's, like, he's got, like, he's got, like, at an Airbnb or VRB or whatever, or staying at a, like, a, um, a residence inn, and he's just, he's, he's doing that by himself. Well, I think the cheating is worse. Yeah. worse. The affair yeah. would it's be worse. worse. But this is, this is pretty deep. I mean, if you need some space away from me, like, same here. Like, bro, I also want my space, too. I've been single for 26 years. Like, I also need a weekend. So, I mean, I would be offended if you wanted some space. But uh, if you're cheating on me, you want some space and you want somebody else. But space every other weekend and sometimes midweek, too. That's a lot of space. That's a lot of space. (laughs) I wish we knew what the restaurant charges were. Does it appear that he's eating for one, for Mm. two, and what exactly he's getting from Target? That probably would get us a better (laughs) idea of what's going on. And he's an idiot for not getting a target card because you get a percentage off your every time you go. <laughs> Alright, so let's stay here on space for just one second because I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg in a case like this, but I do know within my circle with the guys that I know, um, guys that need space are afraid to ask for that space because when they have done it before, their women, t- their women will take such offense to it. Like, why would you want to do anything without me? Why do you want to go hang out with your friends? Why would you want to go spend a, a weekend away without me? You don't love me anymore. <laughs> and there's so much guilt associated with it that they try to find. That's what happens when guys go to Target and they don't come back for three hours. Why do you hate me? <laughs> Why do you hate spending time with me? They're driving around. We had a guy on the show one year that said that, yeah, he was going to Target for one thing. And then he would just drive around town for hours just because he needed his <laughs> space. So I'm not sure which comes first here. I mean, for me. I mean, I could spend six hours in Target, so I don't blame anybody who wants to go out and roam the aisles for three hours. But I mean, I, I think sometimes when you get when you feel trapped, it's sometimes worse than the actual like relationship. Like just the thought of like, oh my gosh, if you're if you're married to someone, you're going to be with them for the rest of your life. So maybe he's just going through like a crisis and and needs some space for a little bit. And I think it also is um, it also is where you are in the relationship. I think that determines a reaction. If it's early on, mm. why you already need some space. Now, for myself... See, if it's early on, I think that's where you got to establish you're a person that needs space. I agree. Probably, but that's still going to be a hard pill to swallow. Like, if my husband would have done it early on, that would have been devastating. If he did it now, I want to believe I'm a big enough person to realize he just needs some time to himself. I, I like time to myself. He, he is deserving of that as well, and that I would not take it personal. Now, granted... He can't ask me that two days before my period. But any other time, totally fine. Well, when I was married, I was taking solo trips before I met my ex-wife. So they were grandfathered in. So it didn't seem strange. So I never had to really ask about a solo trip once I got married because I was doing it beforehand. I've never heard of a married man being able to do that. I wish I I had a marriage like that. I think you got to get it grandfathered in. That's the only way. If you're single... Start taking those solo trips right now by yourself. Okay. Because eventually she's going to come along and you say, I've been doing it my whole life. Yeah, you can't change it now. <laughs> the Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Who took home the most awards last night at the Emmys? Well, last night were the 75th Emmy Awards. And a lot of people were like, wait a second, there's a lot of awards happening. We had the Globe, Golden Globes last week and then the Critics' Choice Awards on Sunday. And we had the Emmys yesterday, too. Like, why is this all happening? Well, the Emmys were actually originally scheduled for September and had to get rescheduled due to the sag after strike. Because if we don't have writers, how are we going to have bad jokes from Joe Coy about Barbie? <laughs> and so two shows took home the most awards last night. 
Tying with six each was Succession and The Bear. Such a good show, Succession. Both of them are. Yes, Chef. And then B followed close behind with five wins. So those were the top winners last mm-hmm. night. And Anthony Anderson was the host, and he was so funny. I guess there's like this ongoing joke about people just going on way, way too long at the Emmys and not knowing when to wrap up their speeches. So he recruited his mom to cut people off when their speeches went too long. Tonight, we're giving out 27 awards. That means 27 acceptance speeches. So I'd like to ask you all to keep those speeches tight. Now, normally on award shows, we do what's called playoff music, which everyone tends to ignore. But this year, I've got something that nobody can ignore. My mama. Now, tonight, my mama... to be the Emmy's playoff mama. Now, when you see my mama coming, just thank Jesus and your family and wrap it up. So she was sitting right up front and I think everyone thought like, oh, what a funny joke. Like, ha, like she's, there's no way she's going to interrupt people in the middle of their speeches. Ha ha. So Jennifer Coolidge was the first person to face her wrath because she just went a little bit too long and Mama Doris had to stand up with a sign that said, cut it off, Jennifer. Paolo, Francesco, and Bruno, Baby. thank you. I know I'm getting wrapped it up. Okay, yes, okay. Baby. And, um, yes, and um, <laughs> I, I just... I love you, baby, but time. Okay, guess what? Guess what? One more thing. I love, I love you, too. I just want to say one thing. Okay, um, okay. one, one thing. last thing. Um, I had a little dream in my little town, and it okay. did, everyone said it was impractical, and then it was a far-fetched, but it did happen after all, so don't give up on your dream. Thank you. I see it was a good... So John Oliver was actually determined to get cut off by Mama Doris. So he's like, I'm going to stand up here as long as possible until she says something to me. I am not leaving without getting played off by Anthony Anderson's mom. <laughs> so I'm going to start reading off the names of the Liverpool football team in goal. Alison Becker. <laughs> then you got Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> then you got Virgil van Dijk, obviously. Oh, she's not here. I can get through the whole team then. Baby. I'd like to thank Jesus and my family. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) That's funny. I I thought it was really cool, cool too, what they did with the reunions in honor of the 75th Emmys. Oh, yeah. I saw that the Martin Martin Lawrence show, they all got together and they were Uh kind of poking fun at the fact that, you know, they had a super long running show and never once won an Emmy. So they did a bunch of different reunions. Martin was one of them. uh, Soprano. Game of Thrones, Ally McBeal, American Horror Story, Grey's Anatomy. Wow. Like Izzy came back out. So I'm looking at all these, um, the photos and some of the clips online, and I was like, that was really cool. They that did is that. Cool. Yeah. There was one acceptance speech that nobody was going to cut off because she did such an incredible job. She had such an impassioned speech. Niecy Nash won Outstanding Supporting Actress in an anthology series for Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And, it, and through tears, she actually decided to thank herself. You know who I want to thank? I want to thank me. (laughs) For believing in me and doing what they said I could not do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people, go on, girl, with your bad (laughs) (laughs) Finally, I accept this award on behalf of every black and brown woman who has gone unheard yet over-policed, like Mm. Glenda Cleveland, like Sandra Bland, like Breonna Taylor. As an artist, my job is to speak true to power, and baby, I'm going to do it to the day I die. Mama, I won! (laughs) I got chills. That was good. If I'm supposed to accept an award after that, I'm like, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> Mama Doris can accept it on my behalf. Yeah. I would follow Niecy Nash into war. That was so empowering. Also, Elton John, he wasn't at the ceremony, but he did get, uh, he did join the EGOT club. He is now the 19th person to win not only an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, but also a Tony as well. So shout out to you, Elton John. All right, she just passed away last year and her team already has a release date for her memoir. I'll tell you when Lisa Marie Presley's book is coming out on your next eBuzz on the Bird Show. The Bird Show. One of us in here tomorrow morning around this time. Gonna be damn near naked.
You only said it once this time. Hallelujah. Naked, naked. Oh, there's there it the is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so around the country, man, temperatures are just crazy right now. It's going to get cold. I was starting to get some DMs because I was bitching on uh, Instagram about how cold it is in Atlanta. I'm like, 35 degrees is BS. <laughs> And then I start getting all these DMs from our Fort Wayne listeners and our North Dakota listeners that are literally like, dude, shut up with the wind chill up here. It's minus 35, minus 35 in North Dakota over the weekend. Damn. That is cold. We would, we would not be doing the freeze face off in North Dakota. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's supposed to be probably about 18 degrees tomorrow morning yeah, around this time. Right now in Atlanta, it's 15 degrees and it's supposed to be just a little bit warmer tomorrow. Okay, so we are going to try the Burt Show's very first freeze face-off. You want to try to explain what this is all about? Sure. This is Burt's idea. I want no. I don't want you all looking at me <laughs> like I am the the, the Punisher. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is the freeze face-off. So this time tomorrow, two Burt Show members are going to be randomly selected. It's going to be between Burt, myself, Mo, and Abby. So I want to throw a couple other people in there. No, they don't. They don't <laughs> get. They don't get paid enough to do that. It's going to be. Between I, I know the- what I pay, Cassie. <laughs> I know what I pay, Tommy. I know what I pay, Tracy. <laughs> the rest of them are broke, but that, that's the that's the core right there. They're all get paid pretty well. <laughs> it's going to be between the four of us, okay? And two names are going to get drawn. So this is your heads up and your warning to wear layers tomorrow, okay? All right, let's, most morning shows brainstorm this kind of thing off the air in a post-show meeting. You got time for that. So how many layers, because we all have to have equal layers until we get down to the very, la- I mean, we're not getting Jeez. naked. So you, if we wear a bathing suit in here, right. that's fine. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Um, so, if we, so you could have hat. You can have gloves. Wait, we're going to regulate the layers? Yes. Yeah. Why? No. Yes. Because it has to be an even amount. There's going to be. Tommy, you're not even playing. You <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I'm part of the rules. I'm behind the scenes. I help create this stuff. So you can't come in looking like that little kid from a Christmas store. <laughs> That's exactly how it's going to come in. No, we all have to come in here with okay. the uh, equal amount oh. of clothes. All right, here we go hat, gloves, shoe, socks. Um, You can have two pairs of pants. Fong. Your underwear. How long is this? Y'all yeah, can't tell me how many pair of underwear I can have on. One pair of underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can have two shirts. Oh, so you're going to put underwear underneath the bathing suit. One yeah. coat. All right. Well, I was going to go get some of those underwear with the batteries in them. <laughs> what are <laughs> those? What? Heat, heat up your uh, underwear. Hunters wear them. I don't know anything right. about them. Never those. heard of that. There's 10 layers here, okay? Hat, gloves, shoe, socks, two pairs of pants, underwear, Two shirts, one coat. All right. There's ten layers that could potentially come off. Okay. All right. So the two people are going to go downstairs. I don't know who's going to host. I don't know who's coming up with the trivia questions. I would do Tommy, but he makes them very hard, so I might ask Cassie to do it instead. I'll, I'll be fair. You no, don't. No, you can't. No, You're you too won't. advanced. You're an idiot savant when it comes to pop culture. So you assume everybody has the same knowledge you do. Like who was the key grip? In the 1978 Oscar award-winning movie. Okay, whatever. Cassie's going to come up with the questions. <laughs> Is that all right, Cass? She's like, as long as I don't yep. have to go outside in my underwear, sure, whatever. So the two people will go outside, we will be on the phone, Ugh. and it will just go back and forth. There's no, like, yelling or ringing your name in. We're going to do this, like, all the trivia challenges on the challenge, which TJ Lavin, mm-hmm. he's gonna, he would love this. And then you're going to get asked a question. You have five seconds to answer it. If you get it right, the other person's got to take a piece of clothing off. If you get it wrong, you have to take a piece of clothing off. Now, how many questions are we going to do? There's 10 layers of clothing. Are there 10 questions? No. No. As many as it takes. As many as, no. What do you mean as many as it takes? Until somebody's in their drawers. No. <laughs> it's got to be until somebody's in their drawers. Huh? No. Yeah. no. It does not. Yeah. Yes. It does not have to be that. No. I mean, that's, yes. the, that's the payoff for the listener there is who's going to be out there half naked. 
So I think it, it has to go until somebody loses and is just down to that last layer. Well, you know, for women and men, it's a little different. Well, wear a one-piece bathing suit. Listen, don't look at okay. me. I want those video views. Down to the draws. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So underwear is a bathing suit then? No, a one-piece bathing suit. No way. Yes, way yes. it is. Yes. Yes. No. I'm not, yeah. Men don't get to cover up their midsection. Well, you could. Have you seen Borat's bathing suit? <laughs> it's I not think a bathing suit. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, too. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Tommy comes from a show where the host literally wanted he literally wanted to shoot Tommy with What's a gun the on the radio. <laughs> this isn't even close. Okay. <laughs> if you think it's not bad to yeah. be outside in a one piece in 18 degree weather, you've lost your damn mind. I'll join in and I'll wear a thong as oh. my bottom. Say less. Oh, okay. 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 Wear less. Say less, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does if only if the one piece goes away. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> we might be able to see Tommy in a thong. That, that's a fair trade. For you and to I wear got, a bikini. And I got a chicken thong. <laughs> well, I mean, Abby has to be into it too. They will be filmed. Well, it would add one. It, it's it lowers my chances of being chosen. So I'll say no bathing suit if Tommy wears a thong. All right, fine. Well, it's, it's still wait. a bathing suit. It's a two-piece instead of a one-piece. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So Tommy's in me. now also. Yeah, Tommy's with me, in. you get the whole bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also think about, no, see, now, we got to think about this because Tommy is an idiot savant when it comes to pop culture. So we know he's not going to get down to his thong, a thong, thong, thong. <laughs> Good point. Thank this you. is true. true. Yes. Okay, I'm going to use my veto power. Okay. I would like to wear a one piece. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm calling HR if I can't wear a one piece. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, damn and my one piece is like those one pieces from the 1920s that covers your entire body. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tommy's face yeah, was so I think worth just it. go with the one piece this week. Okay. Yeah, that's All right. fine. So, 10 questions? Yep. All right. All right. Uh-huh. How, how does this random selection thing work? <laughs> yeah, quote unquote yeah. random. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tommy's pulling the names out of a hat. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, not Tommy. It's right, going to also have to be Cassie. <laughs> okay. yep. um, Where's the trust, man? And I think the first. Ever since Poopgate 2023, you can't be trusted because you're going to try to get back at us. <laughs> All right, so we are set for tomorrow. Yes. Um, God, I really. I'm very selective on what I pray to God about outcomes. Don't. And this one, I, I might have to like, call up God and go, I don't want to do this. This was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed great on paper. And I also thought that we were all going to be participating, so the odds of me being selected would be less. I didn't realize there's going to be the four of us. <laughs> and Bert, if you or Mo want that chicken thong, it's up for grabs. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so tomorrow morning it happens. Tomorrow morning it happens. The Bird Show. All right. Um, so over the weekend, um, she had made an agreement with her husband. The stakes are high here. She and her husband made an agreement. They were just going to have a couple of kids. He was happy. She was happy. And now Jessica here has changed her mind. She's like, you know what? I think I want another one. So she called us up asking you guys, like, what could she say to him to get him to sort of bend a little bit? Because this has been the game plan their entire lives. Hey, Jessica. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so I think the advice I gave you before we took off for the weekend was like, hey, don't be upset if he doesn't accept the idea immediately. I would also suggest that you say to him, look, you don't got to answer right now. Take a couple of days. Let him process it. Because while you've been thinking about this for a while, this is going to be shocking to him. So how did it all go down? Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, we've been together eight years, you know, and so, and this has been the plan for a long time. Um, and we have two beautiful children, you know, two and four, my youngest is two and gosh, you know, yeah, I, I just love, love, love being a mom. And so, yeah, I had a, I had a, I had to figure out how to break it to him. I want a third. Um, okay. So things have taken a bit of a turn in the last few days. And so what I decided to do, you guys, was just tell him, you know, how I was feeling, be direct. I didn't want him to feel like, you know, I'd already fully decided. Like, I didn't want him to feel like I was telling him what we were going to do. And I wanted him to feel like I was telling, like I was bringing this to him, like in the first moment, you know, that it was really 
happening for me. Um, I didn't want to, you know, think I'd been like lying about anything or, you know, I secretly was going to always want more kids. I want to make sure he was like feeling a part of this, uh, which obviously he is. Um, so I just told him like, these are my new thoughts. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I tried to be casual, uh-huh. I, but I told him, you know, I was sad. I was sad. It's, the end of the baby stage and that honestly guys I was I was surprised because he said he missed the baby stage too I know <laughs> and I said I'm shocked because I'm shocked by my own feelings because I thought you know I thought two was perfect he thought two was perfect but um you know he comes from a family of four and it was just you know it was always so 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 much chaos so much money stress all that you know, he was really set on two. And I said, but I think, you know, I think having a third could be, could be really fun. And he, he said, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, and then he said nothing. And uh, I, uh, I just kind of squirmed for a minute. And, um, and then I, I asked him, you know, what he thought it would be like if we had more kids. Mm-hmm. And he said he thought about it. He said he thought about it multiple times, and I asked him, "Would he ever want more?" And he said, "You know, a third, a third kid." And he said, "I wouldn't be devastated if it happened." Hmm. Hmm. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be devastated. <laughs> That's like the worst yes you could ever get. Right. I wouldn't be devastated. It's, it's not a no, though. So, how long did it take you to throw away the birth control? <laughs> Uh, about two days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a pretty good answer no, it, right it there, though. Answer. Like, I wouldn't be devastated, says the door's open just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what did you say after that? I said, okay, uh, so that's not a no. <laughs> and then she so, kicked down the door by shaving her legs and wearing her yep. sexy lingerie. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah my, my, my outfits might have gotten a little cuter than last <laughs> <laughs> So is there a circle back time for you at any point, or are you going to wait for him to come to you? So what's the next step here? You know, I'm thinking, you know, I mean, it's not a firm yes, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that in mind, but I feel like I'm going to keep I'm going to keep convincing him like that we should actually start trying. I'm just going to start teasing him and, and having fun with it. And then, uh, you know, and then kind of maybe just let it happen and uh, <laughs> let him know when the pregnancy test comes back positive. <laughs> um, so as, as far as he knows right now, you are protected. As far as he knows, yes. But I feel like I wouldn't be devastated if it happens. It's kind of a license. To- no, it's not. No, 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 no. It's you not. have done. Uh-uh. You have done so good so far. You have done so good okay. so far. Let's not okay. jump the tracks yet. Yep. If you're gonna go off birth oh. control, you need to tell your husband. Yes. Oh God! Now, when you put it that way, you sound so sensible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not my mo. So you know how serious I am. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. So circle back with him. Don't tell him you're going off the birth control. Just circle back about the conversation. Give it like a week to breathe. Come back and go, hey, can we talk about what we talked about last week about another child? Because he's going to have a week now to think about it. And then you re- then I think okay. you're going to get how he really feels because right now he's still a little on the shock side. Yeah. That's really good advice, you guys. Thank you very much. I think I don't know what I would do without you. Okay. Stay on that birth control. We we know what you would do without (laughs) us. We know. We heard. Right. The Bird Show. I saw this TikTok that people were talking about. It's this girl, she's like curling her hair and she's telling this story time about the time she decided to back out of her friend's wedding because it was a dry wedding on New Year's Eve. I backed out of her New Year's Eve wedding last minute, but I had good reasoning. I think we can all agree that if you're going to do a wedding on a holiday like New Year's Eve, you're going to have to make it a banger. Anyways, me and the friend group don't really care for the guy that she's marrying anyways. And we found out two days before the New Year's Eve wedding that there was going to be no booze. It was going to be a dry wedding because of the groom and his family. 
me and the friend group RSVP'd two months ago under the assumption there would be booze at this New Year's Eve wedding. And to find out there wasn't going to be any two days before, we were not happy about it. You should have seen the group chat. So collectively, the whole friend group let our best friend know that, hey, this isn't really how we planned on spending our New Year's. Um, we're not going to be there. We're super sorry. And we love you, but, you know we feel just a little misled. We were actually really shocked by how nice she was about it at first. She was apologizing to us and telling us, you know, it would mean the world if we went. But when we held our ground on it, that's when she started getting more hateful about it. Which to our defense, every year, and she would go, we would go out and drink and have fun and party on New Year's Eve. So if she knew we already did this every year, why would she put her wedding on that day? Two things. One, if you're gonna do a dry wedding, don't do it on New Year's Eve. Do it on a normal day. And two, if you're gonna do a dry wedding, tell people on the invitation. So that was Amanda from at Sad Bitch Club, which is uh, all of her friends. <laughs> After missing out on this really fun wedding, uh, you know, sans alcohol. Where do you well, stand Amanda, so yeah, she wrote, be so effing for real. I don't love dry weddings, but it's one of your best friends. Mm -hmm. If you couldn't give up drinking on one New Year's Eve for one of the most important events of her life, I hope she cuts every one of you off. And because she used the best friend in there, I think that girl's trash. I think they're all trash for skipping out on their best friends. Is it like, is it selfish to have a New Year's Eve wedding and have no booze? Yes, but go to the ceremony, go to the reception, bounce early, go somewhere for midnight. But to literally days before your friend's wedding to say, I'm not coming because you're choosing alcohol over your best friend. That's sad. What kind of alcohol? <laughs> it's not even top shelf. Talking top shelf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you are saying exactly what's in my heart. Also, yeah, yeah, I, I do think it's selfish to have a dry wedding on New Year's Eve. That that just doesn't seem right. <laughs> that, that, it, it doesn't seem right at all. However, if this is my best friend, I'm not gonna lie. If this is like C tear, D tear, I'm probably not there. But if this is a best friend, the tear A friend, just bring a flask and do what you got to do. Yeah, bring a flask like an adult. Just exactly. <laughs> like a responsible adult. Put some Jack in your flask and move on with life. So the one thing that I do love that Twitter has done now is they add context based off of things that they find. And apparently this isn't the girl who told the story's story. It's a Reddit thread that she was reading. So okay. we don't need to be going for her. We need to find whoever wrote this Reddit thread and kick him out for being a bad friend. Either way, yeah. I totally think they're all trash or like bailing on the wedding last minute. Mm -hmm. So, um... My son is 16 years old right now with his own car. It's very elusive. So even when the kid is on my time, because we split 50-50 uh, custody, when he's on my time and when he's on Stacy's time also, she's told me, I see this kid 30, 40% of the time now. <laughs> he is uh, social, so social. He's got so many friends and he's got a car, so I rarely see him. So Saturday night, uh, he had friends over Friday night and I said, that's cool, dude. They can spend the night. No worries at all. But your old man needs some time with you on Saturday. And he never gives me a hard time about it, especially when I dangle Hawks tickets in front of him. Oh, that helps. Uh, which is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows that if dad's getting tickets, they're going to be good because I'm a ticket snob. So as we are walking, uh, we go to the Hawks game. And as we are walking to our seats before the game, randomly, this is not a bird show Bert thing. This is a dude from the Hawks that had no idea that I have a radio show here in town. Um, stops us and goes to Hollis says, hey, you play basketball? And Hollis is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of play. And he goes, can you at least shoot layups? And he's like, yeah, sure. I can shoot layups. He's like, do you want to go down on the court? And do you want to be part of this layup competition that we have uh, every time before a Hawks game? So he goes down there, and there he is on the court competing against these other kids. Now, they picked him out of the crowd because, God bless the kid, he's like his dad. He's a little on the undersized uh, side. So I think that they thought that he was much younger, so he was competing against, like, 7th graders, 6th graders, and 8th graders. <laughs> My kid's a junior in high school, so he's going to smoke these kids, right? We mm -hmm. both know it. He gets on the court. And he gets into the championship, and he loses to a seventh grade. No! <laughs> yes, he did. I, I love how his competitiveness picked up, though, because at first he seemed like he was kind of cool about it. Yeah. But then when he realized, like, okay, it's me and this kid one-on-one, -on -one, they almost <laughs> broke each other's backs <laughs> trying to did. get that seat. I put it on Instagram Live, and he did at the very last second just tried sliding and pushing the kid <laughs> off of that chair to win. I don't even know what was on the line. I don't think it was, like, anything but a jersey. <laughs> 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 My kid is competitive, though, man. <laughs> 
The Bird Show.